Welcome to Caffeinated Living. We are a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. My name is Kyle. I'm Dustin. And I'm Rob. We got it. We nailed it. <laughs> we nailed <laughs> Thank it. You. Yes, there we go. It took us about three times to do the intro today. Even though your intro, we kind of joked about that because we said that we're a podcast all about Jesus and the food that keeps us going because of our... <laughs> Last two bracket challenges, it's all been about food, but that's yeah. okay. Dustin's got a bracket challenge today, and neither Rob, do you know what it is? I have no neither idea. Rob or I know what it is, so I'm curious. Stay though. tuned to the end of the episode for this week's bracket. Challenge. You should be. It's going to be pretty cool. Coming from Dustin, anyways. I'm curious. Is it food related? It is not food related. Okay, all right. That that will be good to know. Get a good break from food items. So I like this format where we just keep going back and forth and going in a circle of doing the bracket challenges so, so yeah my wife said i couldn't do anything food related so okay she said please do something different other than food and i said okay go stephanie yeah kudos to you stephanie good job keep keep him in line rob's drinking a caffeinated beverage you're ready for today sort of kind of sort of kind of sort of kind of we, we can't say anything. We'll, we'll be di- we'll be disgraced and kicked off of caffeinated oh, it living. It's tea. Oh, it's still caffeinated. It's black tea. Oh, it's still Ooh. caffeinated. Mm, black tea. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if if you're if you're one of those that you think that tea is not part of caffeinated living, we apologize. But yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it's just a nice rainy, cold, dreary day. Sound felt like a tea day. So there we go. I'm a chai man. That's my favorite tea. I know you talk about that a lot. We we need to like do that chai. one time. I, I love don't know chai. why. Anyway, so there is some good news after uh, last week's episode. So if you have followed us on Instagram or Facebook, uh, you can now follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music slash Audible. I think that's kind of like the same. If you go to Amazon, type it in search bar. Type in caffeinated living, bam, there it is. Cool thing. Figured this out last week, too. If you have an Alexa, you can say, Alexa, <laughs> play the caffeinated living podcast, and it'll play our latest episode. So maybe I just triggered somebody's Alexa in their home. Alexa, <laughs> play caffeinated living podcast. But that's really cool. I mean, that was a huge moment to be able to say that, and it just pops exactly. up. Exactly. But we've been trying to get on Spotify since we started this. So now we're on Apple, YouTube. Spotify, the big three, and then now this Amazon Audible thing is pretty cool. And technically, you can still download the Podbean app. Yeah. And you, you that's that's free podcasting thing that you could use, so you could still download it there. So, man, there, you have no excuse not to listen to us. Yeah. We're, we're available in all formats pretty much. Yeah. We used to just be Apple-friendly. Now we're everywhere. Yeah. So. And I didn't even know Audible had... Um, podcast on it no, i thought I audible was new. just audiobooks yeah. i think that's pretty new so we're going to create an audiobook and let dustin read it for us and, then... <laughs> and we haven't had a review in a while so leave us a review even if you don't like the show leave us some <laughs> kind of review because any type of review helps this show just send it out to anybody that may be interested in some of the topics we're talking about so i would really love to get a review from one of our canadian friends yeah that'd be cool yeah, that would be pretty cool. You think they put would put A on it? <laughs> the, um, well, I guess that's just thinking that they type the way they talk. So, but we type the way we talk. We put y'all. I do all the time, <laughs> easily, easily. I do. 
some of the text I read, nobody knows how to use punctual punctuation either. So this, <laughs> this one John Orbis text, you're like, and it's in all caps too. They're screaming at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, please don't do that ever again. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, sorry. <laughs> my wife's the type that reads into my text messages. Like if I type something, she'll be like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I just said okay." Like, the, but there was an expression. That, no, it. No, there was nothing. It was words. It, I didn't mean anything. There's no emotion in that. But, yeah, some people do scream through it. Yes. But I understand what Dustin's saying, that you get these texts that they don't use any punctuation at all. Like, it's just one straight. Yep. And I probably do that. Not even think about it. I may do that. I don't know. Now I'm going to be more cautious with texts I'm sending. I'm going to be like, or I'm going to send Dustin a text with all capital letters. <laughs> just like, I'll just delete it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So that's the good news. Yes, we are Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, various formats. So we are slowly growing. That, that's exciting. So we're going to kick back into our third topic. Yeah, our third topic mm-hmm. of our 12 most avoided discussions in youth ministry. So just to recap, how to read the Bible. That, that was the first one. Last week, we talked about sexual identity. This week, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. So I was kind of surprised that that is a topic that we consider as something that's avoided in youth ministry. Yeah. Like, are y'all kind of shocked by that or not shocked by it? I'm not really shocked by it, but the more I started thinking about it, thinking about today's episode, it kind of makes sense because it's one of those things that um, and I think we'll get into it as kind of denominational, not that it doesn't exist in certain denominations, but it's more talked about and more prevalent in other denominations or even other aspects of Christianity where maybe like in our circles, it, it might seem to our students, especially kind of as a weird being, a weird thing. Like uh, we're Star Wars nerds. Some people think of it like the force mm-hmm. or like, um, something that is it really functioning today? So I don't think it's something that is just in our minds all the time that we think eh, that maybe we shouldn't talk about the Holy Spirit. Kind of like some people just dodged last week's topic, like we talked about. I don't think it's that kind of choice, but I think it's hard to explain. And I think some youth pastors maybe shy away from that because it is hard to explain. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. I think we we shy away from it because you're either some people don't really take the Holy Spirit serious or some people take it way too serious and they consider you charismatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, there again, it goes back to denomination thing too. I think especially when you get into the whole like the systematic theology part like the terms like the Trinity, the Godhead. Yeah. People are like looking at you like what? Like how how, how do you explain so it just makes them confused, and then you're like, well, I don't really, do I, where do I go with this? What do I do with this? And you just don't really ever talk about it. Yeah, because you could easily explain God. Yeah. You can definitely easily explain Jesus, but then you get into the third part of the Trinity. It's almost like the the uncle that you're just like, uh, the Holy Spirit? So how do, how do we explain that? How do we teach that? And uh, I think we'll get into a little bit about that today. Yeah, one the excuse me, one of the thoughts that I had was it's interesting that it's hard to talk about the Holy Spirit, but we don't have a problem singing about the Holy Spirit. Huh. That's a good point. 
there's a lot of songs that we sing that relates to the Holy Spirit. Brings it bring it talks about the Holy Spirit. So then, are we just singing those songs just to sing it because we like the music, or do we truly understand what we're singing? You know, I, I was just thinking about that. It's true. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely true. I mean. We could all probably start thinking of a song with the word Holy Spirit in it right now and just mm-hmm. we're not gonna sing it for you by any means prom- I promise, but I can if you want. Please. <laughs> please serenade us, Kyle. <laughs> Share your song with us. We can take a thirty second break with Kyle Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> no. The the voice of Kyle Lloyd. No, um Do you think we avoid it in youth ministry because it's avoided in the church? Or we as youth pastors don't quite have a grasp of what we truly believe about it or is it, I mean is it just um, you know Kyle you said it maybe a denom- denominational thing mm-hmm. let, let's start well first let, let's start with the Bible mm-hmm. let, let's, let's start there can we find the Holy Spirit in the Bible 100% yes I, yes you can Old Testament and New Testament okay do you have any specific references? We talked about last week. It's in Genesis 1. Um, made in our image. And then talks about the Spirit dwelling over. So, and I mean, there's more countless um, examples in the New Testament with Jesus being baptized. There's the Spirit in the form of a dove. Um, some people would say that when God appeared to Moses in the desert, he, that is his Spirit. It depends what you think of the Holy Spirit. Like, is the Holy Spirit um, God's presence, or is the Holy Spirit just after Jesus left the earth? And that's what we've got to talk about and determine. I guess that's a huge theological thing, but the Holy Spirit, to me, is is God's presence. It's it's where God is. Um, It's not just a voice. It is a voice, but it's not just, um, I don't know, I'm going down a rabbit trail here, but it is a person. It is not just a being or a force or a feeling. Yeah. Holy Spirit is equally God. It is right. part of the Godhead, like you were saying, Dustin. I mean, it's, it's more than just, you know, the you, know, you get the image of, like, the angel and the devil sitting on your shoulder. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's kind of how we think about the Holy Spirit, but it, it's more than that. It's more than the Holy Spirit just saying, oh, well, that was that was bad, that, that conviction or... Oh no, that was good. It, it's more than that. I mean, it's it is God's presence. I mean, it's God's way He reveals His will for our lives, or how God speaks to us through His Word or through His creation. I mean, it's His presence amongst us as believers. Okay. So, found this interesting. There, there's multiple occasions in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more places mentioned in the New Testament than there is in the Old Testament. Right. From what I found, if 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 there's more, if I'm wrong in this, somebody please let me know because I don't I don't want to. But just from what I found, there's 90 times where the Holy Spirit is mentioned in the New Testament. Hmm. Yep. But I was only able to find five references in the Old Testament. Now I know in my head I'm thinking that doesn't seem right. That there needs to be more than that. But Genesis 1-2, mm-hmm. that, that was the first one where it said, and the Spirit of God hovered over yeah. the earth. Yeah. Genesis 2-7, uh, Isaiah 11, 
verses 1 through 5, Ezekiel 36, and then Joel chapter 2. Hmm. So, the Holy Spirit's mentioned in the Bible. Yeah. You know, now, we could say, you know, that's what you just said, the Trinity. Well, that, that's not a word that's mentioned in the Bible, so no. how do we how do we get that? Well, we, we get it because we see where God, the Spirit, and Jesus is all mentioned yeah. and referenced it in one. So can y'all think of a recent study you've ever done that related your students back to the, or not related your students, but guided your students back to the Holy Spirit? What do you mean by that? Like a time that we've we've used well, it and talked about it? and Yeah, because, just, just go with me for a minute. Okay. It's easy to plan a lesson focusing around Jesus and following Jesus. But how good are we at, at portraying or encouraging our students to going beyond that? That if you are in Christ, then the Holy Spirit indwells within you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the Holy Spirit is, is guiding you. You're living in you. It's, that's your power, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's not what you're just saying. It's not, it's not this Star Wars, Star Trek force thing that's there. It's, it's the, another person, so to speak. Yeah. So how do we dissect following Jesus and living by the Spirit? Well, I think, let's be real, the church... If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I think the capital C church would be nothing and wouldn't be able to push further without it. We would be nothing today if we didn't have the Holy Spirit pushing us forward. And like you said, it's the power we have. That's Acts 1-8. But you will receive power when mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit comes on you. And and Jesus, is he tells that to the disciples uh, in John 14 when he's promising them of the Holy Spirit. Uh, One day you will know of this. Um, you want me to read it? Let me just read this so I can just finish my thought here. And Jesus is about to leave here on earth. And he says, I will not leave you as orphans. Verse 18, I will come to you yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You also will live in that day. You will know that I am in my father and you and me and I in you. And that's speaking of the spirit now is indwelling in you. Verse 21, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he he it is who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest him to uh, myself to him so God is now dwelling in us and then verse 25 these things I have spoken to you while I am while I am still with you but the helper the Holy Spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance of all that I have said to you Holy Spirit is our helper. It's not just our advocate, it's our helper. It is God going on our behalf. It's God dwelling, like you said, Rob, now within us. And it's what's pushing us forward. It's not just like um, Dustin mentioned, the angel and the devil on our shoulder. And some people just think that the Holy Spirit is our, our conscience when we're guilty of something. But it's what's helping us. It's what's giving us boldness to speak mm-hmm. Jesus. It's what's giving us the boldness to push the gospel but it's also 
God has left the Holy Spirit as our helper today. Hmm. Wow. What else do you say? Um, you know, I, I, I think that's, I, I agree with that. I think, um, I think it's important to not only talk about our relationship with Jesus and the gospel, but tying that back in to the Holy Spirit as well, because, you know, I think without the Holy Spirit, I mean, it's very relevant to our Christian walk because without it, without him working in our lives, it's almost nearly impossible for us to live as God wants us to live yeah. without the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, because that's our, that's our guide. That's our, as you said, our helper. So how, I mean, if we don't talk about the Holy Spirit, I mean, we're ultimately leaving out a huge aspect of our Christian faith and our walk. Mm. That's good. So do you think it's possible? And again, this question may not make sense to what you were just saying. If we don't teach on the Holy Spirit, do you think we, quote unquote, air quotes here, do you think we damage our students' mm. belief about God? And maybe not damage. Yeah. Misinformed. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe a skewed view of okay. who God yes, is. Maybe. That, that, that's a better word. Yeah. Because I think, I think if you're thinking about this through a student's mind or even a new believer's mind, like the question is, man, it'd be so much easier if Jesus was here. It'd be so much easier if Jesus was right here with us. Well, through the Holy Spirit, he is. I mean, think about it. If Jesus was really here, if Jesus was walking the earth and you're like, man, if Jesus was only here, okay, then you have to pursue him. Then you have to go up to him. Then you have to talk to him. And he's in the crowd. And But no, God has left his spirit here now. He's with us. And I think that's what makes it difficult. And it's why it's avoided is because we can't see it. We can't mm-hmm. touch it. Yeah. I mean, we can hear it. If we listen, if we're, if, if we're living in that peace that he goes on to talk about in John 14, but it, it's not touch Like, you can't touch it. Well, and Jesus also says something interesting there in John 14 that we forget. Um, this new, well, English Standard Version ESV, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. Yeah. Yeah. And greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Hmm. So if, if Jesus were here, would we really be able to do greater things than he? Hmm. Like, we forget that. He said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we could do wow. greater things than Jesus, because he's he's gone to be with his Father. Why, why do we not think about those things? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... Because we don't that, believe them. Well, let's okay. say that yeah, yeah, like you you read that statement and you say or Jesus goes on to say you will do greater things in my name than I will do right now and it's like half of the people more than half of the people probably don't even believe we're capable of that okay why why, why, why do you I, mean, I agree wholeheartedly with you we but, don't have enough trust why? or faith in the Holy Spirit or in ourselves but it, that's the thing we're looking at ourselves We've got to see past ourselves and see who is now dwelling in us. And again, we can't personally see that. And I think that's why it's hard for people to understand it. Now, on one level, do you think it's hard for them to understand 
because I, I can be guilty of this myself. So you guys can't see us, but I have all my fingers pointing back at me if you're, if you're listening with he us. He really does. They're all pointing back. Do you think that we haven't equipped our students to understand what it means to live by the Holy Spirit? Hmm. Yeah. I know that's a big question. Like y'all weren't expecting. Like so it's kind of like, like I don't know how to answer that, but yeah, that's, that's a fully loaded question. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I mean, if the church truly believes, if we say that God's word is God's word, we believe hundred percent authority, but yet we don't show it or believe it in our own life. What What are we truly saying about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit? You know, I, the Holy Spirit's an interesting topic to me because it's one that is hard to explain. And I'm sure y'all been brought up with this that it's been presented to you before. Oh, how would you describe the Holy Spirit? Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. And I'm like. And people try to compare it to like, uh, what is it, to water, yeah. where it comes in. <laughs> Like you try to break that down, the Trinity, and like, yeah. well, the water comes in the form of, of a vapor and, and ice and, and liquid. Yeah. Well, God's not really like water, <laughs> but this is that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've even heard the, <clears throat> excuse me, the analogy of like um, the apple. Yeah. You got the, you got the peel, you got the inside, and you got the seeds. But I think, I could be wrong, but either John Piper or somebody said it pretty well, it's, it's really a disservice when you try to compare the Trinity or the Holy Spirit in general to something like an apple oh, or yeah. water. I mean, it, yeah. you, you cannot physically, I mean, it, while it makes sense and it helps people understand, I really think it's a disservice of, of really trying to explain the, the Trinity, the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I mean, I could be wrong, but I just think it is a disservice to try to, to explain it in that manner. But, but I mean... When you get that question, that, that that's a hard response. Exactly, yeah. Without being over-theologically thinking it and going way over their heads and yeah. giving them just to say it's belief. Yeah, yeah. It's because you can't really take Philippians 4.13 if you don't believe in the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Yeah, wow, yeah. You, you can't have the faith of a mustard seed and move that mountain yeah. if you don't believe in the Holy Spirit because, mm-hmm. I don't know, y- y'all pin me to the wall if this gets too heretical for a moment. All right, I got my pins ready. You, you can have Jesus, but without the Holy Spirit, we can't do the works that Jesus called us to do. Mm-hmm. Without the Holy Spirit, I can't go into all the world making disciples, baptizing, teaching, yeah. because it would be on my own. Yeah, It would be on my own authority, so to speak. So take that a step further. Faith is not seen. Faith is not just seen and thought of, right? Faith has to be lived. Hmm. And we hmm. live that through the Holy Spirit. And guess what? We can't see the Holy Spirit. We can think of the Holy Spirit, but just like Jesus said in John 14, you people won't be able to see me any longer, but they will see me. You will see me because you have me in the form of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, that makes me want to. I, just a question came to my mind. So yeah. how? So we believe that the Trinity, the Godhead, is three in one, right? 
Okay. Yes. So how? So talking about what we've just talked about, how do we talk about the unity of the Trinity, but also its distinctiveness, without becoming almost confusing or yeah. heretical? How do we talk about? Because this this has just brought this to mind: unity and the distinctiveness. So it's united. They're united. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, but they all have distinctive purposes, mm-hmm. right? So how do we how do we can convey that without being confusing, or people are just like uh, you lost me at <laughs> unity? I, I, I'm gone. You know how do, how do we how do we do that? I think there's multiple ways to think about it. In the beginning, God was with us. God was there. God was present. There was His voice. And then sin separated that, so who did God have to use? Prophets. He had to use different signs and wonders and miracles, and God spoke through those. Then after the prophets, who did God send? Jesus, right? So God spoke through Jesus. Jesus was now then his voice. And now that Jesus is no longer on earth, who is God speaking through now? The Spirit. Hmm. So it's all the same purpose. It's all the same thing it's just different forms of that purpose the way that I've um, heard it explained I think I wrote this down from college one of my professors says God the Father loves me Jesus the Son saves me and God the Holy Spirit is with me Hmm. all of Hmm. those have the same purpose in mind but they do it in different ways in different forms say that one more time that was good God the Father loves me Jesus the Son saves me God the Holy Spirit is with me I like that. That is good. I like that. Yeah, and the reason I asked that question because I'm reading through because I you asked earlier about have we ever walked through a series on the Holy Spirit? I've never specifically walked through a series on just the Holy yeah. Spirit, but we've you know we've we've walked through the Book of Romans, um, Philippians. Uh, right now, I'm walking through a series about knowing Jesus. So next couple weeks, and we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. And the reason I asked that question is because I think sometimes. When we overemphasize the distinctiveness of God, it almost makes it polytheistic, huh. meaning that multiple we gods. multiple gods. But that's not what Scripture tells us. It's three and one, right? Or we overemphasize basically, um, or we exclude God's distinctiveness, and it almost becomes as though there is no divine nature. So God, the Father, that's it. So you got not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. So it almost so that balance there is kind of like how do you? But I think you said it well. I mean that's basically well, how. And we, I've heard that. I've heard of like Hindus who yeah. who believe in multiple different gods can't ever understand the concept of the Trinity because it's like, well, no, they're three different people. There's no way that that is one God. So yeah. yeah. The the because the terms for that like the talking about the polytheism. It's basically when you when you overemphasize the distinctiveness of God, you almost make it like what they call tritheism. So it's multiple gods, polytheism. But then when you go and talk about that exclude God's distinctiveness and solely focus on God the Father, basically what that's considered is Unitarianism. I mean, that's yeah. basically God is one entity, but he's not three. Yeah. So I'm, I just that, that question came to mind. I'm like, how do you balance that out without becoming heretical, so mm-hmm. to say, and leading your students in a direction that it's not biblical? Let's be real, like, <laughs> I just said that, and then I just said it again. So we're getting real, real. Get real. The amazing thing is that God wants to be with his creation. Yes. <laughs> Through every aspect of the Trinity, every person of the Trinity, which is one person, 
God just wants to be with us. God wants to be with us in the form of God, the Father, in the form of the Son of coming down to earth, Mm. in the form of the Spirit now dwelling within us, and the power that we have of Him now inside of us. I mean that that's incredible. I don't. There is no other religion belief system that I think points back to creator God wanting to be with his creation in such an intimate way as Mm. that because it is intimacy it is closeness that's why we talk about it's not a religion it's a relationship to the point at where it makes people sick of hearing that phrase so much but that's truly what it is it is an intimate relationship between us as his creation and the creator God and the way that it was supposed to be sin separated that and we needed Jesus to be able to get back to that. And now we are now living as a new creation through that spirit now. Mm. So, again, same purpose, same mindset. It's just the purpose has to be lived out in a different way, but all through the same being, all through the same God. And like that's amazing, guys. Like That is goosebump worthy of thinking how big and how great and how vast and how much his love truly is for us. Yeah, I mean, it, it, take that one step further, it even shows you how big God really is. Mm. I mean, just to ma- I mean, the I don't know the exact number, but just I mean, there's millions of believers all around the world, and the Holy Spirit indwells every single believer. Wow. I mean, that's I mean, you you just said it. I mean, God that that's His power at work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's His presence everywhere. Um, and it, it is just, it's just it's just really cool to like you said it's a goosebump worthy just to stop and think that's the God we serve. Well, think about it like this for a moment too. Think how the disciples were changed. Oh yeah, mm. by the coming of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at uh, <laughs> good old Peter who stuck his foot in his mouth. Yeah. I mean, look what God did with him. I mean, he denied Jesus three times. But, I mean, man, thousands of people came to know Jesus through this man who stuck his foot in his mouth. Well, wasn't it Matthew who still questioned, even at the ascension? Wasn't it? I think I could be totally wrong there. But I think Matthew was the one that still was skeptical, even at the ascension. And the Holy Spirit just changed all of these men so quickly from being these timid guys who were either running or hiding or or taking it in different ways to literally going out to the point of deaths yeah. in horrible ways. Can you imagine? Uh, it'd just be, I think it'd be cool to be a fly on the wall during, um, well, maybe it'd be cooler just to be actually be there, but just imagine the day of Pentecost when, you know, the, the literally the flame descended from heaven and literally was on these people and they just began to talk and everybody understood what they were saying. I mean, just imagine like that 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 to me is just it's mind boggling mm-hmm. and that's the power of the holy spirit and i think going back to everything we've talked about if we do not talk about it, it is a disservice because we're our students are missing out on what could what could be if they understood the power of the holy spirit well and that's what i mentioned earlier when we're we not we don't fail to talk about the holy spirit i want to say we fail but we're more prevalent to sing songs about the Holy Spirit yeah. than we are to talk about how the Holy Spirit 
is changing them on a daily basis. Hmm. Like we focus so much on having a relationship with Jesus, spending time with Jesus every single day, but we forget because we have the indwelling Holy Spirit that allows us to have that relationship, that time with Jesus, mm. to get to know him, to grow in him, to be like him. Hmm. And we, we, I think we forget that sometimes. So. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. All right. Found a survey by Lifeway Research. 51% of American evangelicals believe the Holy Spirit is a force and not a personal being. 51% of evangelical believers. So let's just say half. Wow. wow. Okay. Mm. So that That's... means less than half truly believe that God is who he says he is. Wow. Do you think that's because people are scared of what the power of the Holy Spirit is going to make them do? I don't know. Push them that's... out of their comfort zone, maybe? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking. No, that's We're good. We're held back by our own limitations. Yeah. We think, oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, Lord, you're calling me to go to South Africa and be a missionary. I, I can't do that. Well, by or, the whole power or, of the Holy Spirit, you sure can. Or worse yet, sadly, I think some people would jump on a plane and go to South Africa. Uh, yeah. But about the time the children's director, children's pastor, youth pastor comes up and says, "Hey, would you come and help me with?" It? Oh, nope, I can't. Uh, no, nope, uh, I got nope. a busy schedule. Let me Sorry. pray about it. Yeah, yeah. Let me pray about That's it. That's my favorite <laughs> response. Let's pray about it. Mm, I probably won't ever hear from him again. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a sobering statistic. So yeah. how do we take this thought of, of the Holy Spirit and, and encourage and motivate our churches? Mm. Not not just our students, but but our churches, our families, and say, This is how you should be living. Now, I'm not saying that when I say live by the Spirit, I'm not saying everything we do is I'm, I'm quote-unquote led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. There, there's probably definitely a theological difference there on my, on my perspective. If you're listening to this, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking that. I'm not. But does that overreach of what the Holy Spirit does. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just... I know one of the persons that I really look up to that I admire I enjoy learning from is Francis Chan. Um, if you ever have a chance, if you ever want to read his book, this is our what, infomercial, I guess, for a moment. His plug. Yeah, his plug. But he wrote a book several years, years ago called Forgotten God. Reversing our tragic neglect of the Holy Spirit. And for me, it's one of the best books I've ever read. It just in bringing to light, talking about the Holy Spirit, how He works in our life day to day, it, it, it's just it's a really good read. I really recommend it. I don't know if y'all have read any other books on the Holy Spirit, or if you're listening, you've read books on the Holy Spirit that you want to recommend. Let us know. Send us an email, caffeinatedlivingpodcast at gmail.com. Because I never want to just be complacent in what I believe. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. 
constantly growing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. We, we have God's Word. That, that's our ultimate authority. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that we can learn from other, other people as much, you know? Mm. So this is good. Yeah. This is good. I mean, it's... You wouldn't think that the Holy Spirit would be a complicated conversation. Not complicated, but it's... It's hard for people to grasp. Yeah. I think because a lot of people have made it weird. <laughs> Again, just yeah. like sex and sexual identity, we've made it weird over yeah. time. Um, but it you've got to step beyond yourself because again I think you or I said this last week Dustin it's if we try to know everything about God then again we're we're tapping into God is we know everything about him and again Hmm. we shouldn't know everything about God again faith is lived it's just not thought so we live that by trusting in him and knowing him and, and tapping into his spirit I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Kyle. I think in our pursuit to try to know as much as we can about God, we just sometimes we we miss just the we don't take a time to step back and just see really how good God is because mm-hmm. we're in a pursuit of just trying to know more about Him, which is fine. I'm not dissing that at all, but at some point we just need to step back and say, well, this is what we know about God. Let's revel in that because um, I think the things of God is like. It's like those high bookshelves that you're trying to, you know, reach those books. And you have to climb up on your tippy toes and stretch to get those. And I, that's exactly how it should be with God. It's, he's not meant to know everything about him. We're supposed to continuously pursue right. him and reaching for him and trying to trying to grasp for those things. So, yeah, you should never stop pursuing after God and learning those things about him. And I think, too, teaching our parents and our students about the Holy Spirit um, we just got to let them know that we don't understand everything because I don't understand everything about the Trinity. I'm trying to explain it sometimes, like I took this systematic theology, I took all those classes, but I'm still like scratching my head, like, um, yeah. So we just need to help them understand it's okay not to know everything there is to know about the Holy Spirit, but the Bible says it's here. So let's just let's 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 deal with that. Let's let's work towards understanding more about it, but it's okay not to know everything about it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's good. Ephesians 4.30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Some translations say do not grieve over the Holy Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And so often we do that because it's by him that we were sealed for that day of redemption, that day that we will understand all. Um, so... So I guess in closing, this goes for as much as the three of us as it does for everybody listening. Where do we need to, or where do you need to ask for forgiveness because of your lack of faith and the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life? So that's rhetorical. We don't have to. We're, we're not going to confess all all that right now. That's you know just personal evangelism. I'll say mine. That's one that I, I need to work on and confess. Just personal evangelism because that I think is one of our greatest tools is the Holy Spirit. Hmm. 
So just wanted to confess that. Yeah. I mean, I did not have that thought until we started this afternoon about how many songs I see about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit's power and how easy it is just for me to just pick up the song and just start singing with it. But I'm like, but again, I think when you said that at first, I didn't want to say that, but now you're saying it again. So I'm going to say this. A lot of those people that write those songs come from what kind of churches? Charismatic churches. And that they're more, the Holy Spirit's more talked about. It's more, it's more prevalent in their teaching and their thinking. So, I, yeah, I think it's more common language, if that makes sense. So yes. We could have another podcast about that. But. We, we could, but I'm, I'm talking about just the knowing of the... Yeah. purest thing that the Holy Spirit is our power. Absolutely. That we downplay that or we diminish that in our lives yeah. because we think everything has to be about Jesus. Everything is about Jesus. But without the Holy Spirit, we, we couldn't do anything either. Absolutely. Alright. Well, hmm. that's good. So you have any other thoughts? Closing thoughts? No, I think that <laughs> no, I think it's all been said. Yeah, I mean, we know this. It's a different kind of discussion from the last week's. Definitely. Yeah, and some of these discussions are going to last longer. Some are going, you know, not as long, so that's okay. So I'm curious to see what Dustin's nice little bracket challenge is going to be here. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We are back. It is now bracket challenge time. Woo-hoo. We still don't know what we're talking about. Dustin's going to drop it on us here in a second. Um, but what do you guys think about the brackets? Are you enjoying it? What do you want us to see it, see us do next? Um, but I'm going to turn it over to Dustin, man. What do you got for us today? Okay, so since we're in the middle of winter, and obviously Rob's favorite Groundhog's Day has passed, and Groundhog saw his you know, shadow what six more weeks of winter (laughs) Rob's so excited about I thought why don't we do something on snow activities oh okay all right snow activities so hopefully you know we've had a little bit of snow here and there hopefully we'll have a big snow megalodon we do need more (laughs) we don't I agree I'm always wanting to get a snowmaker just to make snow in my yard. Yeah. I've always I want wanted snow. to put that in my youth budget. <laughs> That'd be How great. Awesome Could you imagine passing retreat, that through that? The yeah. winter retreat would be so much better. Could you imagine passing that through your finance committee? <laughs> Can I get a snowblower? What? would be any different than that one guy, Rob, trying to get a nitro cold brew station. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, dear. Okay, so snow activities. i got four things for us here. So. Okay. All right, first one. Do you prefer tubing or sledding. Okay, so tubing, if we're thinking of tubing, you're only tubing normally at a designating tubing place because nobody just has a tube unless you right. live near the lake. So, I'm more of a sled guy. Yeah, sled guy. Sledding. Yeah, I would say sledding too. So. Alright, okay. what kind of sleds do you guys use? Typically, I can sled for free. If I go tubing, I got to pay for it. So oh, exactly. that's a good. That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, great point. Tubing is fun, though. Have you ever used those metal, the wood sleds with yeah. the metal? Then yeah. things go fast. That's what I was about to say. That's yeah. what we have, but you have to have a lot of snow to be able to do it. Yeah, because it just bogs down if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Or you'd be like me one time. I did it and um, spun around backwards and slammed into a tree. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. Rob's got a GoPro video of me and him on one of those things together, <laughs> and it ended with a crash and a lot of bruises. Okay, so sledding it is. So now we're going to move to the next one. Okay. So, do you prefer snowmen or snow angels? Snowmen. Um, I'm going to take a different approach. I'm going to say snow angels, especially when you have somebody help you up and you don't leave a handprint. There's something like pristine about that. Why'd it have to be so difficult? Because <laughs> I like doing both because David likes to make <laughs> snow angels and David likes to build snowmen. But, hmm. You gotta pick one. I know. It's, it's gotta move on. You gotta pick one. Alright, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say snowman because I cannot make a good snowman. Okay. <clears throat> I wasn't gonna put much of an argument up with that, but I just wanted to see what Dustin had to say. Okay. You weren't gonna put it much okay. So the next one Do you prefer skiing or snowboarding? I've never skied. Never skied? Ever. Okay. So when we went in middle school and high school with my youth group, I was like that kid. I was like, oh man snowboard and I wasn't very good at it so I just have to say snowboard I'd love to try skiing I'm sure it's a lot easier but um, yeah I'm just gonna have to say snowboarding even though skiing would probably be more enjoyable I fell off the chairlift from 10 feet high on a snowboard because I was trying to be cool can, so, you, can you explain why so how you fell off of that we were at App Appalachian Ski Mountain and You'll see some people that put the bar down, some people don't. This was my first time snowboarding, first time going down the Black Diamond. So you take the chairlift all the way up. I saw all these guys in front of me, none of them put the arm bar down. Well, I get in this thing, and I never fully have control of my board because you have one foot in the board, and the other one's just dangling there. Well, I just slipped right out of it 10 feet high and landed right on my ankle. So maybe I should say skiing. <laughs> Sounds safer, but I've never done it. So lesson learned, put the bar down. Yeah, bar down. All right. So he's at snowboarding. What about you, Rob? Can I plead the fifth on both of them? Have you ever done Can, either? Oh, I hate both of them. You hate oh. both of them? I hate both oh, of them. Oh, this is good. Like, I hate them with a passion. Really? Skiing, snowboarding, roller skating, ice skating, all that. Are you just that. afraid you're going to fall? Or? I, I hate it. Um... For good reasons. Uh, snow. I used to love snowboarding, actually, but that's how I hurt my knee. So any, like, sharp turns, quick jolts and things like that. So, but to me, snowboarding is more fun than skiing. Okay. Is I, it really? I think so. But I was never that great of a skier because I could never, like, I'm always that person in a movie where you, they, they start going. Yeah. And then you lose your balance, and before you get down to the hill, I'm like on one foot, and like the poles are going up in the air. So, <laughs> I, I enjoy snowboarding, but yeah, I haven't done it ever since I hurt my knee. So, so both of you say snowboarding? Yeah. I can't snowboard. I've tried, so I had to go with skiing. But wow. snowboarding will take that win there, even <laughs> though I don't like snowboarding. <laughs> but it's okay. It's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one. Traditional snow cream or chocolate snow cream? Whoa. I've never had chocolate. Never had chocolate. Really? You just take the Hershey's like chocolate and... Like making snow cream? Yeah, you just make the snow cream like you normally would, but you just add chocolate syrup and stir it in. 
Some people put caramel in it too, like caramel syrup. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I say caramel, but caramel. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Pecan <laughs> or pecan. That's the best idea. Um, oh man. I mean, it sounds it sounds appetizing. awesome. It sounds yeah. good. I'm not going to lie. What's better, it, chocolate but... or vanilla? I mean, definitely chocolate. So, okay. I'm going to say chocolate, even though I've never had it. I'm okay. going to take your word for it. Well, next time it snows, you give it a whirl. Okay. Tell me what you think. I'm just going to go with traditional. Traditional. Break it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with traditional, too. <laughs> you hyped <laughs> it up, and then you just go with old Well, I'm, I'm just old school. I love traditional okay. snow cream. But the problem with snow cream is you kind of got to... It's kind of can't be icy because it's icy. It's really crunchy. Yeah. But it can't be too wet either because then it just turns to soup. So there's got to be a fine balance there. It's not really one of those things that you can keep over time. Like my family always tries to put it in the freezer and then eat it like months later, and it's just not good. I don't know. Maybe we're making it wrong, but. That's interesting. Okay. All right. So what do we got on the thing? You may remember because I don't. I'm totally kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say I don't have it. All right. So, something snowmen. Yep. So we have sledding versus snowmen. Sledding. Sledding. Yeah. Sledding all the sure. way, that's, man. I, yeah, I'd have to agree. Sledding is one of those. Sledding things. into snowmen. That's yeah. even, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I've never done that. My son might cry if I broke a snowman, though, so <laughs> I could imagine it now. Daddy, it's broke. But it's an army of snowmen. Yeah. So sledding over snowmen. All right. Um... Go. So, sledding or snowboarding? What goes against snowboarding? There should be one more. Snowboarding versus... Yeah, snow cream. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Snow cream. Snow cream. <laughs> I'm an adrenaline person, so snowboarding. Okay. Anything active, I'll choose it. So, now you got me confused. So where are we going to now? So no, so no, you, you got to Oh, I choose. See, you got me all mixed up now. Snow cream or snowboarding? Snow cream or snowboarding? Well, I don't, I don't snowboard, so... Snow, snow cream. cream it is. Okay. <laughs> so oh, it's snow cream versus yeah. sledding. sledding. Snow cream versus sledding. Sledding. Yeah. I mean, sledding that, that, is that's the best like... snow activity there is. Okay. Do you agree? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, at our house, I don't really have a hill to go sledding on. So my only thing I can do is go outside and collect a tub of snow. You guys have an awesome road to sled yeah, down. Yeah, you got your yeah, but road if, right there. Yeah, but if you... Straight down uh, into a major road, but hey, yeah. just check for traffic. <laughs> yeah, but if you've seen... Like, we have... In our neighborhood, we have people that just enjoy... When there's, like, four feet of snow out there, they'll drive their cars in it just because they, they can. So, you'll see cars <laughs> going up and down the road. Could you imagine your two-year-old trying to sled with a car coming up the hill? That's true. Yeah, I think I'll... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a better snow pastime than sledding it's it's awesome so so sledding yeah so that means we're down to two right no that's it that's it that's it that's the champion all right. okay yeah. sledding see Sled. i guess i should have used the board over there sledding little, is the our, our winner champion the official what did you call it winner winter activities winter activities. or snow activities all right snow activities snow the official activities. snow activity of caffeinated living i like it this I is different this so is what, what, do, what do y'all think what was it sledding or snow cream yeah, and I don't snow think cream. you could have added anything different. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's all, see, you're you're only limited so many things what you can do when it snows. Yeah, I and mean, we don't live in an area where you can go ice skating or playing hockey or that kind of thing. But so that's kind of why I picked those because I'll tell you something I've always wanted to do, and it's on my bucket list: snowmobiling. 
Mm. I've always wanted to do that. Or the Iditarod. Yeah. Let's go to Alaska. And do they still do that? I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. 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 That should pretty be big. on ESPN. It, I mean, that's a cool event. It's it, intense. I'm just watching it. Yeah. You ever watch Balto? No, what is that about? Oh, you've never watched Balto, either of you? Mm-mm. Oh, man. It's uh, it's an animated movie, but it's I think it deals with the Iditarod. It's about a, a wolf who saves a little girl by delivering medicine by sled dog. Well, interesting. <laughs> How did we get on this? Who knows? <laughs> Who so, knows? There we go. So All sledding right. it is. Sledding it. And I like sledding. Man, I mean, that that's... was a tough... You should have put tubing on the other side. Because tubing yeah. and sledding are both really fun. That's what makes it hard, yeah. though. That is. Tubing is fun. When you have a big inner tube and it's tied to the back of your four-wheel drive truck, and you're sliding around the parking lot. <laughs> you might be a redneck if... <laughs> Just saying. Not ashamed of it. Nope. <clears throat> well, all right. That was that was a good one. Good one. Good, good discussion today. Good talk about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we ended up with about our winter activities or snow activities, I guess. So good job, Dustin. No problem. We're, we're, Even though I got the bracket a little backwards, I should have used right. your board. But That's okay. I'm it's back. It's only episode three. Of I'm back. So, so. so then you have it next week, right? Yeah. I want to pick... Man, I, the challenge okay. is not to come up with something food-related, and I've got a lot of good food ones. So I, I'll have one if you want me to use it. If you, want to, if you want to take a few days and think about it, let me know. All right. I'll let you know. Like, we need something. We need we need some more help here, people. So get, give us some ideas of non-food-related topics. Okay. That, that's what we need. So write, write in the description down there, Facebook, Instagram, on YouTube. You can write it in there. Let us know what are some topics that we can put as a bracket challenge. So, all right. Well, guys, have a great week. Thanks for listening. And until next time. As always, keep it caffeinated.